Joe, how do you feel about starting a show out talking about religion and how I'm a bad Christian? Uh, I'm fine with it. No, no, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't decide that I'm a bad Christian. Somebody else decided I'm a bad Christian. And, uh, and, um, I don't believe them, but, uh, they're, they're very adamant that I'm a pretty horrible person. And I want to talk to you about it because, uh, well, you know, you're a, we, we know who your boss is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm on several different dating apps. Talking mm-hmm. to people, you know, trying mm-hmm. to meet, trying to meet the love of my life. And, uh, I come across, um, this, uh, this one girl, uh, on Facebook dating, which Facebook dating is still weird to me. Not a big fan of how. It's such a strange idea to me, but. Yeah. Like, I, it, I, also, I, it also feels like the, the, uh, the definite end point of a thing that was basically hot or not. <laughs> It's pretty much what it is, exactly. But the the, pro, the one problem I will say I do have with Facebook dating is that when you like somebody on Facebook dating, uh, after you swipe right or you press the little heart or check mark, whichever one it is, I can't remember because I'm also on Bumble, and uh, I think that's a different like icon. Anyways, uh, as soon as you like somebody, it's gone. You don't remember. You don't remember that person. Oh, weird. Yeah, like you get and like and you get send them a message, but you have to like click on one of the photos that's in their profile. It's not like send a message at the bottom where Bumble is just like swipe left or right, and like woman makes the initial contact. Right, right. So there's there's goofy things to it. I mean, it's cool that they do it. I understand why they do it because it's like it's trying to centralize uh, a lot of things into one area. And it's like, hey, why go to Plenty of Fish or OkCupid okay or Bumble or eHarmony or Christian Mingle? Or it's all in one, right? Farmers only. So, farmers only. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think there's like a silver lining one for like people over fifty. <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah, that's real. I think it's actually called silver lining. That's amazing. Um, so I haven't gotten to that point yet, but. Um, <clears throat> I go on there and uh, I come across this one girl who uh, her very first thing is uh, something about like, you know, respecting Christian values and stuff. I'm like, okay, well, that's pretty cool because I do want to find somebody to do who shares uh, the same religious uh, values that I do, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, big fan of Jesus here. Yeah. Yeah. Mentioned that numerous times. And uh, so I was talking to this girl and. She has this, she has these questions on uh on her her main page that ask uh, um how do you believe a person gets into heaven and uh what's your favorite photo of mine whatever you know off her page so I sent her which which photo I did like which was the cute duck face that she does because cute duck faces are adorable whatevs um all right, all right. yeah but. I told her, uh, when she asked, like, how a person get, uh, gets into, uh, heaven, uh, I threw out the generic right answer of, uh, through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right? I'm not wrong there. No, that's pretty generic. So, so it's a solid, solid basic answer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's, it's simple. That's the thing about it. You want to get into heaven? Get through Jesus Christ. It's that easy. It's not a difficult thing. You know, there's no secret password. There's no, there's no, there's no hidden knocks. Just through yep, Jesus. Yeah. There are some people, and you're probably going to about to get into it. 
Yeah. So, um, uh, so I said, I, re- I recently visited a new church. I'm, I'm just going to read you the messages that we had. The, the parts of them. Were. Anyways, uh, I recently visited a new church last Sunday to see if uh, I'd like it. And I think it's going to be my new church. Now, this is me. Yeah. Um, I went to a new church here in town. I wanted to try it out. I would go to your church, Joe, but it's so far away. Oh, I know. I get it. Um, so I went to this church. It's more contemporary, which I found out that's what it's called. I kept saying modern for years, but apparently it's called contemporary. Yeah, I just knew what you meant, so I never bothered to correct you. Well, I appreciate that, Joe. Yeah, I, I figured it's close enough. <laughs> uh, haven't gone there a long time, and I didn't realize how much I actually miss the community church offers, which is true. Yeah. Um, I've always been very adamant in telling people, like, you don't need church to uh, believe in God or to praise God, but it is nice to have the church because of the community. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I, I, I never tell anybody that, you know, you're a horrible Christian if you don't go to church. You're not. If you need it, it's there. That's right. right. It's like a, it's like a Kleenex for a sneeze. Yeah. It's there. You can use your sleeve or get a tissue. Go to church. Uh, then she asked me, what about serving the church though? And not just being a consumer. So I'm assuming when she says that, she means what about actually doing something involved in the church, not just going to church? Yeah, like being, right. being the church as yeah. opposed to going to church. Yeah. So I put, at this point, being there to worship is the extent of my involvement. My current work schedule doesn't leave a, a lot of opportunities for much else. I work every other weekend. I can't make it to church every Sunday. I can only go every other Sunday. And plus, it bounces around back and forth. So if they do something like, hey, we do something every Thursday night, well, I work every other Thursday night. Hey, we're doing something Monday. Well, I, do, I work every other Monday. Shit like that. So my schedule doesn't really allow me to do certain extracurricular activities that I would like to do. Right, right, right. I'm hoping that changes in July when I have a normal work schedule and I can get more involved and see where I can be a part of the church. I just don't want to make any commitments to anything until I know for certain I can honor it, which I think is admirable of me. I think it, I think that's the responsible thing to do. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And then she put, oh, okay. And I said, yeah, besides, there's no pressure to serve the church. Being there is what's most important. And lending a helping hand is just a bonus. And that's how I feel. I feel like I don't, just because I go to the church doesn't mean I have to be involved in it. It's just being there. You know? Yes. Yeah. Given, given, given a contribution, whatever like that. I mean, Joe, you, you, you work where you work. You know, you work for who you work. I mean, isn't it just, like, pleasing to know that people are there, regardless if they're, you know, working in the church in some aspect or not? I mean, yes. Short, short answer, yes. <laughs> uh, having, having a, I've got a very small congregation, mm-hmm. and some Sundays I have to bring 100% of the energy to a room with only three people in it. And it's a room that can fill, you know, uh, uh, standing room only is 351 people, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if we had 40 people and they only showed up on Sundays, I could live with that at this point. Hmm. Um, now granted, I do think that, that, you know, ultimately the point of the church is to do good for your community. Yes. And, and, you know, banding together to do that is, is the, the advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point I would absolutely take butts and seats. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's, and that's what I thought I was trying to get through to her as far as, cause she goes on about some other stuff here in a minute. Yeah. But it's, it's one of the things like, it's like I mentioned to her, it's like my, my work schedule would not allow me to have a commitment. It's not like I could tell work, hey, I'm sorry that I'm the 
only person that can work the job I'm doing, but I'm going to need to take off Thursday because of uh, men's Bible study. They're right. not going to go for that. And the yeah. thing is, like, if I if I do something for the church, if I make a commitment to the church to volunteer, to help out with something, whatever, I want to make absolutely certain that I can give 110% to that. Like, I don't want to go to a Bible study every other week. You know, I like to go to the Bible studies they do. I like to... You know, interact with people, be involved yeah. in it, not miss anything. You yeah, know, like I, you want your yes to be yes and your no to be no. You don't want to yes. be wishy washy. Exactly. You know, yeah. I don't want to sit there and tell them like, oh, hey, you know, we do this, this, and this. If you want to help, I'm like, um, yeah, I mean, I can probably help on this day, but I can't because I got work this day. But I know this day is the most important day, but I got to work. But I can help you on the other. No, it's like no, I want to, I want to be involved if I'm going to be involved. Right. Yeah. So she responds back to. uh we don't grow in we don't grow in the church unless we output as well. Being there is just a consumptive being there is just a consumptive act. Yeah. Uh, in the in the book of Acts, everyone has a role to contribute for the body. You don't grow if you don't do ministry of some sort to the body of Christ and just show up to church as a consumer. So uh I just I just responded to her like everything is taken one step at a time, too much at once becomes overwhelming. So yeah, um, haven't heard back from her since. I doubt I'm going to. Uh, yeah, I don't think that would have worked out anyways. Even if we did meet up, go on a date, and everything, because I think her um love of church is a little too intense for me. Mm. But sounds like it. Sounds like I mean it. that that last. I mean the, the last <coughs> part there the. About acts and all that other shit. Not the body spray, obviously. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the book of Acts, everything had a role and contribute to the body. You don't grow if you don't do ministry of some sort to the body of Christ and just show up uh, the church as a consumer. I hate that she calls it a consumer. Yeah. Not a big fan of that word. Because that seems like, you know, you're trying to poke something that I'm not a big fan. I don't know why she uses the word consumer. When she talks about uh, somebody who goes to church, maybe that's the proper term. I don't know, but to me, it just seems like it seems like a, a, a negative dig at somebody. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's not. Okay. Uh, and and my guess is that uh, it's probably the language her pastor uses in his sermons. And I'm mm. I'm assuming she goes to a church with a, a he as the pastor, uh, just because of the language she's using. Um, just I don't know. Feel like I can tell. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you know, and I, I get it because like, that's one of my big frustrations too, as, as a pastor is I, I am very frustrated with people and this is not people who are just visiting or becoming part of the community for the first time mm-hmm. or, or the first time in a long time. That's different. But yeah. people who are, who have, who have committed themselves, who have said, I'm a member of this church and I'm, I'm showing up, I'm going to things. Uh, that's where I want to use the word consumer because that's where I get frustrated where I'm like, why are you here? Yeah. If you just want an 18 minute Ted talk, stay the fuck home and watch an 18 minute Ted talk. We have shit yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't want to sing, if you don't want to do the Psalms, if you don't want to listen to the scripture reading, if you don't want to do this, if you don't want to do that, why the fuck are you here? Yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, you know, it's, it's like, um, things like you don't, you don't want the person who sits in the back of the room that says, Hey, listen, I went to church today. I'm a good fucking person. You want, right. And, and and like I said, like I get where she's coming from as far yeah. as being involved in the church, but you would think she'd have a little more understanding when I literally just said, 
I just visited a church for the first time. I'm just new getting back to church. When right. July I'm, comes around, I'm not I'm, sure. I'm not sure I want to be part of this church yet. I, yeah, I just started going back. Yeah, and that was the thing too. Like when I when I went when I went and I I went with my friend Dana, um, because she wanted to go to church too. I'm like, listen, I'm going on Sunday because I haven't been in a long time. Uh, my work schedule. I mean, I I think I talked about it on the show. You know, my work schedule since January has been you know hell. December I was laid up, and it's just this this whole this whole work schedule thing just. Yeah, and the fact that the fact that I'm stuck here for another month because certain people at a certain company that I'm contracted to work at, not the company I'm hired by, but the company I'm contracted to work at, that they're so incompetent that they can't. Uh, I said this to uh, Doctor Doug yesterday as we were talking because we were talking about uh, some conventions and stuff. That <clears throat> that the one thing that pisses you off most about the situation I'm in right now is. It's not the uh oh god what the hell did I say? What is Incompetence? It? No, no, it's uh I I, I said something that it's not genius when I said it and I was like, I'm still gonna use it tomorrow. Um Oh yeah. That um so it bothers me so much that they have all these ideas but they don't have a plan. Yeah. So like when I'm told in mid April that I'm gonna be there for six weeks and then I'm out, and my idea Next week is my, or this week I'm in right now. It's my last week. I'm out. I'm done. I'm finished. Good. But then when I'm told last week, when I ask, hey, listen, next week's the last week, right? They're like, oh, no, we need you here another month because the person that they hire to replace me who doesn't know what the hell they're doing for the job that I've been doing for a year and a half still needs to be trained because ah, he wasn't quite ready to come in April. So we're going to let him come up in May, which is fine. Right. Hey. Let him dictate whenever he shows up. Oh, his first day is the day after Memorial Day weekend. Goody for him. Awesome. Right. What um, a coincidence. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a reason that that happened. Not my place to speculate, but I know what it is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but the fact that I now have, I, I honestly have no control of my life when it pertains to work at this moment. Um, I am literally, literally. Not saying this in a in an exaggerated way, but literally, the only person that is able to do my job, mm-hmm. I am it. I can't take a sick day. I can't get in a car accident. I gotta pray that nobody t bones me because of their ignorance on the way into work. My car can't break down. Nobody could fucking die because right. because if God forbid. I lose a family member and say, hey, listen, um, I'm going to need some bereavement time because so-and-so passed away and their wake happens to be this Friday nope. when I'm supposed to work. All I'm going to hear is, well, who's going to cover your shit? Yeah. Speaking of which, I think Uncle David's and, and Cousin Deanna's funeral is, uh, is June 10th. Who are you talking about? Uh, uh, Grandma D's brother, David. Hmm. Trying to remember, I wish I remembered if I heard about that. Yeah. I don't think I heard. Oh, about I'm that. sorry. I I found out about it secondhand also. Yeah, I'm not sure if I knew I, about. That. I'm I'm doing the service, and no one from that side of the family <laughs> has talked to me about it, and I, I have no idea what the plan is. <laughs> oh fuck! I there's a good chance I heard about that, but I don't think I did. Yeah. What, where where is it? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know about Deanna's. I mean, it'll be it'll be all together, but um, I don't know if she's being buried with him. 
But uh, but I'm pretty sure he's getting buried down at uh, the Veterans Memorial. Wait, hold on a second. Two people died. Yeah, yeah. Deanna Deanna died around Christmas time. Okay. And then Uncle David died uh, a couple months later. Okay, and they're being buried at what Lincoln Cemetery? I think so. Okay. June to I'll have to, I'll have to look. Uh, June. Yeah. 10th. Sorry, sorry, listeners, for your uh, your looking at <laughs> family life here. <laughs> but just, uh, it just it just occurred to me. I was like, oh yeah, hey, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Speaking yeah. of a funeral, that's probably on a Friday. Yeah. Perfect example. It is a Friday, and I do work. So yeah. awesome. See shit like that, and because it's what uh, a stepfather's mother's brother, they don't. Right. They, that's another thing that we talked about at work that I fucking hate is that work gets to dictate who is important to you as far as bereavement. There's yep. somebody, there's somebody, there's somebody at my work. Not gonna say who, not gonna say where, not gonna say what. Somebody at my work has a, a family member who passed away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the particular family member, since it's not immediate family, doesn't fall into their bereavement uh, package and shit. And I think that's absolutely fucking stupid that how a company gets to dictate what you get bereavement for based on the relative, uh, the relativeness of, to the family member. Uh, yeah. parents, parents, siblings, okay, get it. Husband, wife, perfect, whatever. Cousins, aunts, uncles, well, they get to decide that. But what if you're, what, what if you were raised by your aunt? Where, right? I mean, like, like what if what if your what if your mom was some drugged out shitbag who abandoned you the moment you were born, and your aunt took you in, and all of a sudden right. that aunt who raised you from a baby ends up passing away, but because it's not your mother, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's mad it's maddening and it 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 pisses me off to think that a company, and some, yeah, and some people think that that's freedom to be yeah. told what to do by a company, yeah. Yeah, and it's not it's not it's not just the one company. I'm you know keep in mind it's it's several different companies. Everyone has yeah, their yeah. own version of 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 who is covered by bereavement, and I yep. think that's an absolute joke. If you have a cousin that if you know if 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 your aunt took you in and you grew up with a cousin as a brother or as a sister in your mind, but you know they're just legally a cousin, and they up dying and stuff. You get the time off from work. I'm sure they might give it to you, but it's going to be unpaid, or you have to take a personal day because Breva yeah. won't cover that. And I think that's a joke. I yeah. think family, regardless of what they are, if it's blood or marriage, family is family, and they should. Now I get it. Like you know, a fifth cousin you've never met before. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. I think anyone who has any direct relation to somebody that you're close to, like aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, great grandparents, siblings. Yeah, yep. you know, second cousins, yeah, shit like that, there, you should be able to have bereavement. Hell, I believe that if you've been in a relationship with somebody for a decade, not married, but a girlfriend of 10 years, I think they should fall under bereavement. Mm-hmm. I know common mm-hmm. law isn't a thing in Illinois anymore, but I think they should fall under bereavement. If you have a child with somebody that you're close to, I think that should fall under bereavement. Yeah. Now, but but no one ever wants to do that because oh, they don't want to pay out more than they actually have to. Yep, yep. But... But anyway, so everything that what it comes down to is like it's just really hard to make commitments to doing this shit when I don't even know when my last day is. You know, I was told right. first week of June. Now it's the last week of June. It's June thirtieth, but I, I don't even fucking know because they got they got three new hires who have to learn, get trained, and get signed off on the job. Two of them 
maybe, maybe could get signed off after next week. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Which is also dumb because in my mind, it's like, okay, you got, you got this guy, this guy, this guy. You got four shifts. You got three people who are ready to go. Now, obviously, one of the new hires, the fourth guy, who isn't starting until today, technically, um, he has to be trained by one of the other guys. Okay, fine. So you have an open shift. But you do got two people who could cover that shift for you. The whole reason I'm getting removed from my job is because I'm a contractor and union people don't want contractors anymore. Fine. Right. Let me go. Right. Let me let me fly away. I will fucking yeah. leave. Also, I, yeah. I, I thought I was unqualified for this job. Why do I got to stick around and wait for someone to be trained? A hundred percent. A hundred percent unqualified. I don't have the proper education, and I'm not bubbly enough. No personality. But but you know what? Oh, we, well, we need you to cover the shift. I I am I'm qualified enough to fill a spot, just not qualified enough to fill that spot through a union. Yeah. Ooh. But Ridiculous. It's just it's so fucking. Yeah. All I have to say, as a pastor, here's my opinion. Yes. If someone hasn't gone to church for a while and they start going to church again, to me, that is a commitment to growth. That is a step toward growth. You don't have to be committed any deeper than that until you move from from participating, from being, quote unquote, a consumer to being a member. When, if you join the church after that, then it's different. Your obligation is different once you have joined the church, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, and and that was the thing too. It's like and and it's like I mentioned to go. Like it's my first time going. I just decided I, on myself. I wasn't told I had to do this. No one mentioned it to me. I decided on my own one day at work while I was listening to. I can't remember if it was K Love or Shine FM. I listened yeah. to both. Um, also, great music, by the way. I I don't think people give enough uh, credit to uh, to Christian rock music as they should. Um, it's improved a lot. I oh guys so much. I, I I love it so much. Uh I got a I got a I got a station on my Spotify for it. Uh where I listen to it on Sundays. But um uh I just I decided on my own. Like I wanna check out this church. This church seems like it might be the right fit for me. Like you ever look at something, you just get like a good feeling in yourself where you're like, you know what? This this may be it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, I mean, like, usually I get it for, like, I don't know, sandwiches and cheeseburgers. Yeah. But, like, but like when, when I was looking up and, um, when I, was, when I was looking up online and I was trying to figure out, like, do I want to go back to the church I went to with Derek's parents? I was like, yeah, okay, I mean, that church was awesome. It's an amazing church. I'm not going to take anything away from that church. But it's not my community. And nothing against yeah. that church. That church is, it's not that far. It's a 20 minute drive, whatever. But it's not, it's not, it's not Piaton. It's not my community. I want to be involved in people that I go, you know, I, I, I'm in town in, you yeah, know, that, yeah. that people I'm going to see on a regular basis. I was talking to my brother um, about running for uh, the board of trustee for Piaton this year. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I, I don't know how relevant it is, but I mean, you, you got to put your face out into the community you know, and I, you know, this is a nice way to meet people through church, and you know, they see what kind of person you are, and you know, like I know I'm a good person, I know I'm a good Christian, regardless of what this woman says. Um, but I just, I just needed that. I know I always needed that part of my life. I just never, yeah. I just never 
like, if I'm going to do it, I want to give the time it deserves. I don't want to just be like, oh, I can make it today. Oh, I can make it today. Oh, I can't make it today, but whatever. You know, because I know that if I keep skipping like that, if I go every other Sunday, eventually it's going to be like, well, you know what? I can at least watch it online. Fuck it. No, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. Because the moment I walked into that church, I had I had a, uh, it wasn't like goosebumps. It felt like goosebumps, but they weren't goosebumps. There was a yeah. tingle. There was a tingle that went that ran through me. The moment I walked into that church, I felt comfortable. It almost felt like an at home feeling. It was warm. It was it was just it was so wonderful. Nice. Um, the moment I sat down with Dana, we I sat in the back because like, okay, I just kind of want to like sit in the back and kind of reserve because I guess it, it wasn't really a normal service for them. They had uh, oh how what do they call it? Somebody from Germany. I can't remember what they called it though. Uh, they had like a guest family from Germany or something like that. Uh, like a missionary or yes, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, it was a missionary family. Um, uh, came from came over from Germany and. I, it was weird because I guess the the first day I went was actually their last day there, so uh, they're like, "Yeah, if you came next week, you would have caught uh, a normal uh, service. This one's gonna be a little bit different and everything because it was mostly like them saying goodbye and recapping." I'm like, "Oh, that's fine. I just I just really want to get a feeling for what this church is because I do want to become a member of a new church because I've been a I've been a member of the Man Church of Christ for years, even though I never really went. I just became a member because uh friend uh day I became a member of People's Church because I went with Derek's family, but I was like, being a member of a church and not going doesn't qualify as a member of the church. Right. You know, just because you get just because you get a gift bag, you know, and shit doesn't really mean that you're actually part of the church. It's like I know I want I want yeah, to you want to be to steal steal some language from the Masons. You want to be a member in good standing. Yeah, exactly. Masons, that's another thing <clears throat> I want to get more involved in. I want to go to more meetings and I gotta stuff. get my dues paid so I can Oh, I honestly transfer up here. <laughs> I, I have heard, I've heard so much about the dues and everything. I'm like, listen, man, if I had the money, I'd pay it. Like, I honestly yeah. would. Like, it, it's getting to a certain point where, like, if I can save up a little money over X amount of years, I'll just pay the lifetime fucking membership. Right. And be done. Yeah, if I pay the lifetime membership, can it wipe out the old ones? Is it retroactive? God, I wish I give it nice, <laughs> but. But like the Masons, that's another thing I want to get more involved in. Like if I'm a, if I'm if I am if I am a Mason, if I'm a member of this lodge, I should do more with it, and I want yeah. as soon yeah. as I can find more time, and hopefully again July happens. But as we're sitting there in the back of the church, you know, I've I had three people come up to us. All they all worked for the church. One I think uh, one was the pastor. One was uh, I think an admin. I think they call her an admin, and I think there's like an mm. office manager or something like that. And they all came up and they introduced themselves. That's how you know how how we are and everything. And told us they fill out the information cards, drop them off at the uh, desk. We'll get you a little like you know welcome gift and everything, and you know we'll just go from there. I'm like awesome, that's very cool. And um, fill out the card. I got a cool coffee mug and uh, chapstick and stuff. Um, but they they actually emailed me. Because they they put in the card and they ask you why you want to be part of the church, and I was just like I told them it's like I was like I just I just wanted to find that place I could go to that you know that I didn't have to go like work, you know or home like I wanted to find some place I that if I if I'm feeling stressed if I'm feeling down I know that I got something to look forward to that could surround me with people that you know are are welcoming you know I want to find. I, I, I guess I what I refer to it as like a home. Yeah. You know? And you know 
a third place. Yeah. Is I yeah. think the the sociological term nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the mall used to be or a bar. Yes. Not a, those things. Yeah. 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 Getaway. And um, it was cool because you know, like they they played their music, which I mean, a lot of the songs they played, I heard them on like you know K Love, uh, Shine FM, and stuff. So a lot of songs they were playing, I I, I was able to sing along to. I mean, they did put the words up on the uh, screen, but I was able to sing along to them without looking at it and everything, and it just felt so fucking peaceful. So the fact that this woman thinks that uh, I'm not a good church person in a sense, or I'm just a consumer, um, just shows how quickly she is to judge somebody. Yeah. Which I don't think is very Christian-like. No. Agreed. But I also think, you know... I don't know. I I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I agree. You, you you nailed it right there. I think yeah. uh, you know, judge not lest you be judged. You know, are, how how involved are you, madam? Right. She she makes it sound like she's she lives there. Like the yeah. way she was talking and stuff like that. And then so they do like I, I never uh I never uh you know read the Bible fully. Never memorized you know uh, sir, uh chapters and verses and stuff like that. I mean. Great that she was able to go directly to Acts, you know, to make her point, which I honestly believe that deep down, I don't, I don't want, I, I can't confirm it, but I'm going to guess that the only reason she knew to say that is because I wasn't the first person she had this conversation with. No. No, right? she's probably doing like missional dating. Ooh. Is that like she's just talking to people to get more members to the church? Yeah. I believe that. 100% involved in that. Joe, um, anyways, okay, that's enough of that, because we just dived into, like, half of our show talking about Jesus. Yeah. Which is fine, but it was also pertaining to uh, my failed dating, which I don't want to talk about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, you good? Yeah, yeah, coming, recovering from the, the Rona, of course. Mm. But uh, doing pretty well, doing pretty well. Uh, looking forward to... Exercising or something. Exercise or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the or something would be, but I'm tired of uh. Well, so so a lot of what of uh, you know, I, if you have COVID, if you're listening, if you have COVID, uh, a lot of like the early advice in 2020 and 2021 was uh, you gotta like work out really hard when you got it, and and that's gonna help you get through it. Uh, and then the later advice, the more recent advice is actually you don't want to work out because it's such an inflammatory disease that you don't want to increase the inflammation in your system. So you really should just chillax and do nothing for like mm-hmm. a week. And so that's the advice I followed. And it was great for the first like three days. Yeah. But now I'm on day seven and I am so restless because I'm better, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, you know, even even if it's just a walk today that I got to go on, uh, I got to do something. I got to get out of the house. Yeah. Well, I, I I think I think resting to beginning the beginning, I think that's going to be way more important because when you have something like COVID, and I never had COVID, um, but when you have something like COVID, I'm guessing uh, pertain to an upper respiratory infection being hard to breathe. Yeah. Why would you want to go out and, you know, take a quick jog day one? When you know you're going to struggle breathing. Right? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But that's what, yeah. that's what I, even the, what's his name? Uh, Chris Cuomo, when he got mm-hmm. it, uh, he was talking about how, like, he was quarantined in his basement. And he was like, 
on the exercise bike and the treadmill, just trying to like burn the disease through his system. And uh, but uh, I don't that think might it worked for the original strains. But but you know, the, but the, 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 they thought that worked or did it work? Like they just sweated it out of them. That's what they that's what they thought worked. Uh, huh. The new the new the, I, I don't know if the virus has changed over time or just the data has gotten better. Yeah. But yeah, the, the new thing is like, don't fucking do that. You'll get a heart attack and die. You know? <laughs> like you'll there, there's a chance you'll develop blood clots, and if you tr- try to ride a bike or or run while you've got mm-hmm. this, you might throw a clot into your lungs. Yeah. You know. Wow. It's like I don't want to do that. I'll just lay. I'll just lay still for a few days. That's you know, which works great. I mean, I slept, uh, you, you know, you know, our family. Yep. You know, we're not big sleepers. No. Um, Who needs I, sleep? slept, I, I slept probably eight to 10 hours a night and then a two hour nap in the middle of the day, every mm-hmm. day for the first three days, you know, which is just to me like that's that's just an indication of how sick I was. Have you ever have you ever now outside of being sick, mm-hmm. you know? Outside of just being like just plain old exhausted in the middle of the day, but if you ever, as an adult, was just sitting there watching TV, you know, you know, finishing up a snack, whatever things, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go take a nap. Not because I'm tired, not because I'm sick, just because I feel like taking a nap at like two in the afternoon. No, never, never just because I feel like it. Try it. It's wonderful. Is it, is it awesome? There were, there were times like where like I would like I'll sit there and I'll watch TV blah blah I'll doze off on my couch and shit. Mm-hmm. But then there was like one day where I was just watching TV. I was like, okay, there's nothing on TV. I got all my work done, you know, chore wise and everything. I literally have nothing to do right now. I can sit here and maybe like throw on some streaming apps, watch some Netflix or Hulu or whatever. But you know what? I'm going to literally go upstairs, lay down in my bed. And just take a nap. And let me tell you, the difference in that compared to just dozing off on a couch, completely yeah. fucking different. It's wow. euphoric, man. Really? All right. Well, I'm yeah. sold. Next it, time it, I'm just tired like that, I'll I'll go lay in bed. It, it, just, it just changes everything. Just in your clothes on top of the fucking comforter, just laying there. Just yeah. dozed out. It, nice. it, it's a game changer. Speaking of game changers. Yeah. We all know Jurassic uh, World uh, Dominion is coming out uh, next, uh, what, Thursday? Technically Friday, but oh, yeah, Thursday. Fast. Yeah, it's coming up right around the corner next week. Dang. So to celebrate the, uh, the the beginning of Jurassic World coming out uh, with some dinosaurs, uh, CarterComics.com has uh, sent us the comic of the week, which is Devil Dinosaur, number two, Ooh. graded at a 5.0. War with the Spider God. Yep, synopsis for Devil Dinosaur to Devil's War. After nearly falling for the trap set by the killer folk, Devil Dinosaur crashes into the spikes, using his momentum and immense weight to break them without damaging himself. As Seven Scars' plan failed, he results to his backup and buries Devil Dinosaur in a mountain of rubble. He gets the killer folk to drop on him. That's so weird. Presuming yeah. devil, <laughs> presuming devil dead, seven scars take Moon Boy captive and take him to the cave of Log Legs as a sacrifice. When they leave, Devil manages to free himself from the rubble, exhausted but alive. But before he gets time to recover, he is attacked by. Anyway, I'm not gonna read anymore. Okay, so uh, it's a comic about uh, a devil dinosaur. Uh, let's see here. 
Marvel comic group, and in Age of Monsters, he was the mightiest of all. Devil Dinosaur. War with Spider God. Alright. <sighs> it's a thing. It's a thing. That's a, that's a beautiful thing about comics, man. They're just, there's comics yeah. about fucking everything. Uh, sounds, apparently, sounds uh, like, uh, uh, I forgot the word I was going to say. Silver Age. Mm. Silver Age comic. Yeah. I will tell you this, though, Joe. Looking at, uh, looking at Devil Dinosaur here, uh, on the front cover of this comic, he looks a lot like Riptar. Yeah, but red. Mm. Is that red? I'm colorblind. Is that red? Pretty sure. Oh, yeah, look at that. I gotta do zoom in. Yeah. Wasn't there a red Riptar? Wasn't there like a, like a, like a, like a anti-Riptar? I actually don't know. For those of you who don't know what like Riptar is, it was a Godzilla-like dinosaur in uh, Rugrats. I guess one was a second Riptar that like, like, like Chucky, I think, had one and, uh, Tommy had the other or something like that. It was like, a, it was like an, another colored Riptar. I just can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, anyways, this is currently available at cartercomics.com for $56, but if you use our promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 10% on this purchase. So $56 now turns into 51 It's math. Yeah, but don't just stop at one comic. Buy a plethora, a cornucopia, a bountiful amount, a lot of comics from cartercomics.com because the more you spend, the more you save. But if you're not a big fan of just buying comics outlet, you want to do something? Were you about to say something, Joe? Nope. I was just agreeing. Oh, okay, cool. If you're not a big fan of just buying comics outright, do you want to have the bidding wars that eBay offers? Well, if you go to cartercomics.com, go to their homepage, go all the way to the bottom, you'll find four links of four different eBay accounts that they currently own. And you can check out all of their comics that are available on all four and place your bids. And who knows, maybe you'll win one uh, through the bidding process. But you can also buy them outright there as well or negotiate a price and see if they will accept anything fair. Don't be a dick and lowball them because, you know, they're fair people and you should be a fair person too. If you go through their website or their eBay uh, channels and you see that there isn't a comic that you wanted, Maybe they have it because they have a lot of inventory currently that just isn't released as of yet. Reach out to them, message them, say, hey, listen, I'm looking for a certain kind of comic. You happen to have it. They'll see if they have it because they have both raw and graded. So for those uh collectors who just want to display them or for the avid reader of comics, they can uh accommodate both. Go to CarterComics.com, check them out, buy some comics, use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, Save yourself 10% on your entire order of comics because, hey, why the hell not? Ooh, I, li- I like that. That was a good ending. Right? So, hey, Travis. Hey, Joe, what's up? You know, I, I know that you like reading comic books. I do. Generally speaking. I do. Uh, who doesn't, right? Everyone but does. What if I told you there was a way that you could have your comic books read to you? By a professional uh, reader. I think you'd be lying to me, Joe. No, I'd be I'd be telling you the truth, man. You should head over what? to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and uh, sign up for a free trial of Audible where you can experience uh, just what I described. Audibletrial.com slash freaknet? Yeah, yeah. You get a free 30-day trial and a credit towards your first audiobook purchase that you could, you could ostensibly use uh, to pick up a comic book that will be read to you by a narrator. So you're telling me I could go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet right now. I could sign up 
for a free trial for the next 30 days. Plus, I don't even have to buy my own book. I can just get the first one absolutely free with a credit. That's absolutely correct. You can go there. You go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. You support the show, and you get a free trial. But, but Joe, I mean, but Joe, the thing is, though, I was like, you know, like, as much as I love reading comics, as much as I love having comics read to me, I want to do more novel-like. So I, I don't think Audible will work for me. Oh, no, they got that, too. They got novels. They've got nonfiction. They've got podcasts. They got just about everything that you could want for, for narrative uh, anything, for that matter. You could even get an encyclopedia on there, I'm pretty sure. Even novels? Yeah, novels. I'll have, to, I'll have to check out audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Yep. You know, check out that 30-day free trial. Yeah. Wow. That's how we do. Yeah, that was a fun. I like. I like that. I like <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh yeah, Joe. What do you want to freaking bring back, though? Uh, what do I want to freaking bring back? Yeah. So I was thinking today that uh, I can't remember the last time I had Pizza Hut, and so I was just checking to see if there was a Pizza Hut near me, and it turns mm-hmm. out there is, which shocked me. I haven't seen a Pizza Hut in years. Uh, but there is one that I actually would deliver to my house and it got me thinking about what I actually like at Pizza Hut, which traditionally has been just about nothing. <laughs> Not a big fan of Pizza Hut. Uh, but the things I do like are things that no longer exist at Pizza Hut. And okay. so, uh, uh, one of the things that I miss at Pizza Hut that they, that I think they should bring back, uh, maybe not right away. Maybe, maybe there's a time and a place and maybe, maybe it's a, a year from now or two. But uh, they really need to bring back the Pizza Hut salad bar. Mm. You know, you, know when you order a pizza and you pay like an extra three, four dollars and you get access to the salad bar. Yeah. And it was fantastic. You, 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 you could you could make a whole meal out of the salad bar. Mm-hmm. Which salad I bar. which is weird because, like, I mean, I, I think I know I know Monaco's pizza does it. Aurelio's does it. Whatever. But I think pizza is the one that kind of like showed people that, you know, salad and pizza actually do really go together. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I mean, cause I mean, I was, I, I'm sure you've been to a Monocles. I'm sure they don't just exist oh, around the, me. The Monocles salad is one of my all time favorite salads. Right. Alone pizza place salads. Right. They just come in a big ass bowl. They put right in the middle of the table and stuff. It's, it's the beginning before the pizza shows up. Yep. It's just like, there's no other place that I know of outside of them, maybe Aurelio's, where like, like it's almost like common norm to uh, uh, have salad with pizza. Like when you, I mean, like how often do you order a salad with the pizza? Like if you were to order from a pizza place. Say that one more time. Sorry. How common is it for you when you order a pizza for delivery to say, "Oh yeah, let me get a side salad." Oh, very rare. Right? Unless it's a place I know that has good salad. Exactly. And, you know, Pizza Pizza was one of those places. And it was so – I mean, the variety was nuts, too. Yeah. All sorts – basically anything that you could put on a pizza, you could put on a salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, like, normally, like, with me, like, when I make a salad – and, like, it is – not even the pizza salad bar, but any salad bar. Like, because when we go to buffets and stuff like that, we would gorge, eat whatever we wanted. But for some reason – I, I don't remember ever being told to, but I always seem to have a salad at some point at a buffet. Don't know why. I mean, being a kid, I would just figure I'd just fill my plate up with p- 
pizza slices and French fries and shit like that. But yeah, I'd always happen. Yes, I'd always happen to get like a, a salad like from the salad bar. But I would do whatever I can to tower these fucking condiments or uh, these toppings on top of it, almost like a almost like a Sunday bar kind of thing. Oh, same, same. Where I put like you know like black olives and pickles and pepperoncinis and onions and. You know, uh, you have like different kind of lettuce, whether you have like, you know, the romaine and spinach, you get them both on there. Yeah, it's, oh, it's just t- cheese, fucking radishes, carrots, every, tomatoes, everything just on top of it. So when you get back to the table, it's just like this mound of shit. Now you never really finish it because you don't want to get full before you go have three, you know, three plates of main course before dessert. Right. But I think it's sal- like a three course dessert. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think salad bars really. Uh, I think I think they, I don't know if, the, if it's pandemic related or whatever. Really, have gone by the wayside. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think they they went uh, a lot of places. I know in Pizza Hut especially, they went away before the pandemic, and yeah. I don't think they're going to come back until the pandemic is well and truly gone. Gotcha. Um, and by then, who knows? I mean, who 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 really wants to go eat out at a Pizza Hut? Uh, you know, post pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know many people you know. who want to sit inside a pizza hut to begin with anymore. They're almost kind of like, yeah, they're almost kind of like a like a pick up and leave kind of place. Like a lot of these yeah. pizza huts that are, I mean, I don't think they have a sit down pizza hut anymore. Everything is just like call up, order, pick up, and leave. Like a yeah. like a um, like a CC's or a Papa John's or a Domino's and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like you may, you may find a pizza hut that may have like like one or two tables with like one or two chairs added that like maybe somebody wants to quickly eat at or some shit, but right. Or like the employees or something. Yeah. But if you, I mean, if you want to sit down pizza restaurant, you're going to have to go to, like I said, like a, like a Monaco's or an Aurelio's, Aurelio's or yeah. Giordano's and shit like that. Because Ooh. I mean, fuck Tony's, Tony's pizza in uh Piotone right now. They shut down the, uh, the dining room table because the, uh, the dining room because of the pandemic. Really? They, yeah. They have yet to open it back up. Yeah. Good. You know what? I'm going to be honest. Good on them. Yeah, well, they're doing so well with just deliveries and stuff that they don't have to worry about it. They said, like, yeah, yeah why would you? Why would you want to pay? I mean, honestly, like, if if you're making really good money just on yeah. pickup and delivery, why would you want to pay to have that extra space that you have to clean and pay yep. somebody to be in? I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says. Like, you know, and the thing is, like, because Tony's Pizza just got uh, new owners, I think about a year ago. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they. Uh, well, and this is weird too because I didn't know this, but. What the fuck was that? Is that a firework? No, that was a door closing. Oh, it's like what the hell? Bottle rockets. Um, so the 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 owner now, who bought it from the previous owner, is somebody who worked at uh, Tony's Pizza for like the last decade or so. So he sold oh, nice. it. He sold it to an employee. What I didn't know was that the previous owner of Tony's was also a former employee of the previous owner. Before him, so it's like a like a Dread Pirate Robert situation, maybe from the uh, <laughs> Princess Bride. Yes, yeah. So it's just like it's like handed down from employee to employee. Um, they That's kept cool. all. I love yeah, that. It's really awesome. They kept all the same recipes. Everything tastes exactly the same. No different. They've actually added items to the menu. They have these things called JJ sticks. Well, I will take credit for them because uh, I I know I I know I, I know it was my idea. Because uh, there was a there was this other pizza place in Piedmont called VIP, and they had these things called Abbykins, which I think this girl named Abby came up with them, whatever. 
But basically all it was, it was, it was pizza, but without red sauce, and it just had garlic butter. So it was a dough, cheese, garlic butter on top, almost like a nice. cheese stick. So yeah. I told, I told the new owner, Tony's, I'm like, you need to have something like that. Like, don't call them Abby Cans. Yeah. Just have something like that. So not only did she do those, and now they're called JJ Sticks, but she went one step ahead and somehow turned that into a, to blend that with a stuffed pizza. Oh my God, this sounds incredible. Yeah, so I haven't tried that yet. I really want to. Um, but I have had the JJ Six and they are phenomenal. I think they also came out with like these, like these potato spud bites or something like that. Almost like potato balls. Those nice. were pretty good. Um, they're, they're doing really well. And it's like she said, like eventually I'm going to open the dining room back up, but right now I don't have to, I don't have to staff it. We can just focus on deliveries and we're doing well enough with that. So it's like, hey, good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, salad bar from Pizza Hut. What about you? What would you bring back? Um, I slightly mentioned it last episode, um, but I really do miss the egg white delight that McDonald's used to have. Uh, which, for those of you who don't know, uh, was uh, it was they had the egg McMuffin, which uh, you know is a Canadian bacon, the American cheese, and the round egg on the English muffin. Where the egg white delight is Canadian bacon, white American cheese, uh, egg whites on an English muffin. I don't know if you've ever had white American cheese. I'm assuming if you ever went to somebody, oh, yeah. had I love white so cheese. so much better than yellow. Yeah, it is. It is to me like I think it melts better. It's it's almost like a it's almost softer. Like like yellow cheese almost is almost has like a manufactured taste to it. No matter Agreed. how you get it, if it in craft singles or whatever, it always tastes like it is sliced off of something that was definitely mass produced. Yeah, to where yeah. Well, it's, it's cheese product, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so white American cheese, it feels like you cut it off a block of fucking cheese. It's softer. It literally, you could, I, I made a sandwich the other day with uh, salami and white American cheese. And as soon as I laid the white American cheese on top, it just almost looked like it was like already starting to kind of like melt slowly into the fucking sandwich. It didn't just sit there flat on top. It, it cascaded over the lunch meat nice. of the fucking sandwich. And yeah. I... I love I love egg McMuffins from McDonald's, but the egg white delight I just loved so much more. And I don't think it was it was because of the egg white more so it was because of the white American cheese. But I do like the egg white yeah. too because the egg white is kind of like laid flatter instead of that round puck of uh, the egg round that offers there. Uh, even the folded egg, it's just too thick. Like the egg white delight was a little bit flatter just because everything laid flatter. And uh, they got rid of it in 2020, so. Um, I think it was due to the the menu shrinkage during the pandemic. Um, I don't see it being brought back. I'm sure you could just get an egg white thing uh, if you wanted to from McDonald's, but they're not going to have the white American cheese, so it kind of loses all of it. Yeah. yeah. I Now, I will say, personally, for me, I respect the choice. I respect the, the flavor, but I also uh, I really like the yellow American cheese at McDonald's specifically. On, a, on like an egg McMuffin, like that's that's one okay. of the reasons I order an egg McMuffin is I love their particular cheese product. I don't know what it is about it that does it for me. Maybe it's a nostalgia thing, mm-hmm. um, but I just I just really enjoy it. But you know, what, probably part of it is is that uh, we never have American cheese in our house because my wife doesn't like it at all. Really? 
Yeah. And so it's maybe it's just the, it's the guilty pleasure of being able to have what is essentially a crap single. <laughs> so what is uh so what do you, so do you have cheese at all or you just have like oh yeah like, yeah like we have a we have a drawer of arugula we have yeah, yeah, lettuce yeah. isn't it we do yeah yeah we got a drawer of arugula is uh, arugula lettuce arugula. Am I, did I get that wrong I I think it is technically its own plant but it's used the same way that lettuce is used okay well okay so let's go back to cheese because I definitely used the wrong thing Asiago that's what I meant I meant oh Asiago. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I don't want to talk about lettuce. I want to focus on cheese. Yeah, gotcha. fuck arugula. Yeah. Let's talk about Asiago. You know, I, I actually don't think we've had Asiago in a long time. But yeah, we go to Aldi and we get their sliced cheeses. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not complaining about having a cheese drawer full of like Havarti and Gouda yeah. and uh, sharp cheddar and what else do we get? Provolone. Like all those things are fantastic, and I love I love cheese. Any kind of yeah. cheese, I'm into it. Uh, but sometimes you just want a good old fashioned American craft single. Um, and, and I, I, we don't keep it in the house because I'd be the only person who eats it. And even though I don't think it technically ever goes bad, you know, at a certain point, I don't want things in my house that can't go bad. Is it weird to add the same feeling when it comes to like Velveeta? No, I totally get it. (laughs) Like, even though it's cheese that doesn't have to be put in the fridge. Yeah, it's just not right. <laughs> Needs to go in the fridge. <laughs> and it's the damnedest thing. It's like it's like you it's, you just listed off so many good available tasty cheeses that melts better because it's not processed like American cheese. And right. yet, there's always that that it has to be nostalgia. It's like to me, I think the Velveeta shells and cheese ten times better than regular Kraft macaroni and cheese. Completely agree. But there's always a moment where you kind of miss the Kraft mac and cheese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it has to be nostalgia. There's something about that blue box that's just, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I think it is nostalgia. I also think it's um, uh, scientifically devised to be mm-hmm. perfect in every way. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever, make, uh, you ever make grilled cheese with your fancy cheeses? Oh, yeah. Which, which one makes the best grilled cheese? Uh, my personal favorite is... Uh, so you use a Gouda for flavor. Okay. Uh, I'll do a Gouda and Havarti uh, for flavor, and then I'll put a slice of provolone on there for melting. Gotcha. Now, what um, do you what do you use on the outside of the bread? Uh, I I'm, I just use butter. Have you ever tried mayo? I have. I have. And? I, I prefer the butter. Why? You're a liar. Uh, I honestly don't know why. I just do. Mmm. Yeah. Every once in a while, I get a taste for the mayo. Um, yeah. But yeah, usually, usually just butter is fine. Mm, nah. So I, I think because it ends up tasting basically the same to me, and the mayo takes more effort. Wait, how does mayo take more effort than butter? It's just it's messier. So I, what, I, what I could do is I could take and I could plop a thing of butter in the middle of the pan, so I only have to butter one side of bread. Okay. So, okay. Well, yeah. Give okay. me butter on my fingers, but if I if I did the mayonnaise, then I end up I get mayonnaise all over my hands. Well, see what what I do is I get everything together. I'll mail one side of the bread, and I'll put that directly into the pan, and then I'll top all the cheese and stuff onto that piece of bread, and then I'll mail the other the other piece of bread, and I'll put that on top. That makes sense. Yeah. So you so you throw butter into a pan, and then take an unbuttered piece of bread, put it into the into the pan. Yeah, I put everything on top of it and then butter another piece and put it on top. 
Yep. Huh. Hmm. I saw air frying sandwiches, so it's a game changer. Oh. No more, no more yeah. pans. Yeah, it's heaven. Oh. See, now, I think if I had an air fryer, I probably would use mayonnaise more often. Yeah. It's, dude, get an air fryer. They're, it's a game changer. I fucking, like, literally, like, I, I, I just found a, 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 a recipe online where I could take my low-carb tortilla wraps oh, and, make, yeah. and make pizzas out of them in the air fryer. Oh, nice. Like, like little personalized food. All I do is put on some low-carb uh, uh, sure. marinara sauce or Alfredo. Because I'm going to make some chicken up here uh, later. Uh, no, I'll probably do it tomorrow. Now, maybe this weekend. I'm going to grill some chicken so I can start making a little personalized chicken Alfredo pizzas with my low-carb uh, tortilla wraps. Or I can just use the low-carb uh, Jarnera marinara sauce I have with some mozzarella cheese. But it takes four mm. minutes in the air fryer, and then boom, it's just a small little personal, personal uh, pizza that's right there. Or I'll take my keto bread, throw some salami and cheese and banana peppers on it, and toss that in the uh, air fryer for like six minutes, and then boom, now I got a uh, a crispy salami cheese sandwich. Nice. This is delicious. Dude, this air fryer, fucking game changer. I, I, I highly recommend it. That's what everybody says. That's what everybody says. I just got to figure out where I would put it, because I don't have a lot of counter space. Mm. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, and you have to determine how much, if you're if you're going to use it a lot, you definitely got to determine cam, uh, counter space. If you think you're just going to use it and want to put it away in between, then yeah, you're going to find like cabinet space. But I mean, I got I got a decent sized one that uh, it's it has like it's almost like a toaster oven kind of thing. Right. Um, I I I love it. I do. I got my old nice. one. If you want it, you could have it. I was just going to sell it in the garage sale. So I mean it's a okay. it's a smaller one. I mean it has like the drawer that you put the stuff in. So if you want it, it's yours. If not, I'm gonna sell it in the garage sale because I gotta get rid of it because I don't need two because the yeah, yeah, new yeah. one I have is. But oh man, air fryers are amazing, man. Well, nice. I'll think so, about it. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, now I do have another answer to your question of what I put on the outside of a grilled cheese. Go for it. One thing that my wife introduced me to that is a real game changer for grilled cheese mm-hmm. is once you've grilled your cheese. Uh, you take and you pick a jelly that pairs well with the cheese that you put on it, and you put it on one side of the bread. On the outside on, of the bread. On the outside bread, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's mm. it's really good. Now, I just see, like, you're, like, Havarti and stuff like that, I just see the, the fruit uh, jam blending with that. Yeah. yeah. I, don't think, I don't think you do that with, like, Kraft Singles. No, I don't think so either. I don't think there's a jam in the world that pairs well with a craft single. Right. Yeah, Concord grape, maybe. <laughs> that nasty. Oh my god. I, I got grape jelly for the first time in years at uh at Aldi the other day. Yeah. Awful. Worst grape jelly I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I get grape jelly from my mom, man. Yeah, well I I I had I had it from her a couple of years ago and it was wonderful. Yeah. And remembering that made me go, well, I'm here at Aldi, and I need jelly, and they're out of strawberry. I'll just get this. Worst mistake I've made in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I think she's going to start making a bat of uh, strawberries then. Nice. Yeah. God, her jam is my favorite. It's so good. Her you jam know, is my jam. You know, what you know what I haven't had in a while that I'm kind of missing? What's that? Orange marmalade. Oh, I got a jar of that. Yeah. I got it. Um, now, I remember uh, last year around Christmas time, Maddie made mackerel, uh, the little French sandwich cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did a, a, an orange and chocolate. That does sound good. 
That sounds with the, awesome. With the orange marmalade. It was incredible. Yeah, I just I just remember like when I was really young going to my grandma's house, my my dad's mom, mom and dad's house. Uh, like whenever she make breakfast and stuff, she's like, she's like, she's like, do you want toast? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you want marmalade? And I was like, yeah, because it was so nostalgic. And she would make yeah. me uh she'd make me a cappuccino, which was just like, I don't know, like maybe a quarter cup of like decaf coffee, and then like she filled the rest of it with like milk, and there was like a cappuccino and shit. And I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah, I gotta get some marmalade. Mm. Oh, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, what are you freaking thinking about, though? Oh, now I'm freaking thinking about marmalade. Right. No. Oh, did you, uh, ever, uh, did you ever make a grilled uh, PB&J yet? Grilled pb Oh, like in a, like, make a PB&J and then fry it? Well, like, like, a, like, a, like you're making a grilled cheese instead of a grill, instead of cheese, that's peanut butter and jelly. Oh, Remember we yeah, talked about yeah. on the live stream with the, uh, the the girl that lives in the country that they shit in the streets. Oh yeah, no, that's one of my favorite. I've I've made that for years. Okay, I, I wasn't quite oh, yeah. sure. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. We talk yeah, about so much here on the show, Joe. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We do. That's one of my favorite things. I've also done that, but stuck a piece of cheese in the middle. Oh. Okay. Uh, and once again, tried to pair my cheese to the to jam. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh God, Carl. All right, what are you freaking thinking about? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I uh, I am freaking thinking about, um, gosh, there are so many good TV shows that have just suddenly come back in the last week mm-hmm. um, or started for the first time. Um, yeah. So I, I well, we'll be talking about it on Geekcast Live, I think, this week. Um, but uh, uh, Love, Death, and Robot, Robots on Netflix was fantastic. The new season that just came out was really, really good. Um, Obi-Wan on Disney Plus, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, whatever. I wish they just called it Kenobi or Obi Wan. I don't. I, I don't know why they named it his whole name. Uh, but I'm not a marketing guy, so whatever. Um, but they're, they're, the first two episodes of that show dropped last Friday. Really good. Um, Stranger Things season four just started, and and uh, Maddie and I started watching that. We're we're two two episodes in, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, uh, so yeah, I guess I guess it's TV in general, which is a weird place to be. Uh, haven't haven't been geeking on TV in a while. Oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, with being down and out and shit, you got time to like really catch up on things. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Um, I was actually reading an article and I'm uh about uh Warner Brothers uh having an uh the new CEO of Warner Brothers having an issue with Clint Eastwood. Um, because uh he came out with that movie recently, the Cry Mancho, Mancho whatever movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. And uh, the CEO is kind of uh, pissed because he found out that the only reason that movie was made was because it was Clint Eastwood. Like, no one believed that the movie was going to do good, which it didn't. It, I think uh, it had a budget of, like, $30 million, and it only grossed, like, 15 at the box office. Mm-hmm. So no executive at Warner Brothers thought that the movie was going to do great in theaters. The only reason they did it is because one, it's Clint Eastwood, and two, you know, he had a lot of great movies like Dirty Harry, um, uh, Million Dollar Baby, Unforgiven, uh, The Westerns. Like, just because of who he was is why executives at uh, Warner Bros. allowed him to make the movie that he did. Oh, um, and I guess this new executive at Warner Brothers um, said, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Like, he, like he's pissed that they allowed that to happen. And... There's a worry that he may cut ties with Clint Eastwood because of it. 
Um, and there's also speculation, like in the same article I read, that uh, he wasn't he wasn't happy that uh, the last two uh, mis- mythical beast movies didn't do that great. Oh yeah, they were terrible. For so they may not. So there may not be a fourth one of those. Which is wild because it was going to be five. Yeah. So it's. So I guess this guy has like a no nonsense policy. Like you know, we're not in the we're not in the show friends. We're in the show business. Um. So I can understand where he's coming from. I mean, like it's fifteen million fucking dollars. I mean, granted, compared to Warner Brothers, it's probably fucking nothing, but it's still money. Um. I just it's it's just weird to think like you I mean like, what's 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 the loss of fifteen million dollars to you know allow Clint Eastwood to make a movie? <clears throat> you know, it's Clint right. fucking Eastwood. You know, yeah. So it's it's goofy, but uh, no, I've just been thinking a lot about the fact that I mean, if it's a possibility, I mean, Clint Eastwood's getting up to an age; he's in his like early nineties or mid nineties or some shit like that. So I know that he's not going to be in the film industry much longer. There's going to be a point right. where, I mean, at this point, I he's doubt gotta, not not to be not to be like crass, but he's got to die eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that and doing this shit at ninety, you you know, he's never gonna fucking retire. Right. It's not going to come to a point where he's like, you know what? Uh, I think I've done this long enough. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just no, going to enjoy. It. Yeah, I'm just going to enjoy. I'm just going to enjoy my retirement. It's like there's nothing to retire to. Like, like you are literally beyond the end of your life at 90 fucking years old. Right. Yeah. It's just a fact of life. I had one person tell me, hey, you know, realistically, if you think about it, you're a, uh, your 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 midlife crisis or not midlife crisis? Uh, your um, God, what the fuck is what the fuck is that? Like middle oh, age? middle age, middle age. No, oh, middle not age. middle age. Yeah, he's like you're technically technically your middle age is right now. Most right. people most people live to like their seventy seventy two. Yeah. So realistically, we're all middle. Well, not all of us, but I'm middle age, close to middle age. Maybe right. if I make it to fucking seventy, you right. know, or sixty six technically, but whatever. So this fucking dude's 90 fucking years old, making movies, producing, directing, acting a little bit, which Gran Torino, I think, was supposed to be his last acting job, but it's Clint fucking Eastwood. Yeah. So, God, I got to say, as a sidebar, Gran Torino is probably my favorite Clint Eastwood movie. I I love Gran Torino, but I don't like watching it because of the ending. Mm, That's fair. It It just sucks to, I mean, well, fuck, it's been out long enough. It just sucks watching Eastwood die. Yeah. There's only two movies ever that Clint Eastwood dies, and Gran Torino's one of them. Yeah. Uh, I think Honky Tonk Man is the other one, but he doesn't technically die in the movie. He just dies at the end of it because he's a singing cowboy. I think he has cancer or something like that. All the rest of his movies, though, he never fucking dies. He's always the hero that comes out on top. And the fact that he is still the hero in Gran Torino and dies makes it a great fucking movie. Million oh, Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby is a phenomenal fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Um Dude, fucking, he just pumps out great fucking movies. And that's why I think a lot of the executives are like, listen, yeah, maybe the movie was going to suck. We anticipated it to suck, but you know what? It's Clint fucking Eastwood. This guy just said no, no more of it. So uh, I think he's, like, really, like, clamping down on shit. And uh, I think Clint Eastwood is going to feel the effect of that. I think uh, Mythical Beats might feel the effect of that. But uh, only time will tell. But, yeah, no, I've been thinking about that a lot on – you know, like what? What I mean, where's the cutoff on you know, just like saying, "Hey, listen, it's Clint fucking Eastwood, just let him be his you know thing." So I've just been thinking about that. Clint Eastwood a lot yeah. lately too. So I just don't want to go through a moment like I don't want. I don't want. I know what's going to fucking happen. Right. People are people are dying. I mean, fucking uh, 
Ray Liotta just died. Yeah. There has yeah. been a death. There's been at least one celebrity death a month so far this year. I think there was two in January. Maybe there wasn't one in, like, February or March or something like that. But, I mean, yeah. Fred Ward died. I don't know if we talked about that one. Ray Liotta, Meatloaf. Uh, dude, uh, so, so many fucking people die. I know I post them all on our Facebook page where we put all yeah. of them. But yeah, I'm just like, I, like when I was going through, cause I was trying to find some for Carter Comics, and I just kept feeling like, holy shit, like I forgot that all these fucking actors and shit died this year alone. Like Ray Liotta died in Puerto Rico last week, uh, 67 years old, not even since technically that old. Uh, Fred Ward, 79. You know, he died, he died in May as well. Uh, you have Gilbert Godfrey died in April. Right. William, William Hurt died in March. Uh, I think the next one might have been Meatloaf. Nope, Louis Anderson. He died in January. Meatloaf. Oh, Louis Anderson. Dang, I yeah, forgot about that. Meatloaf died in January. Bob Saget died in January. You know, it's just, yeah, it means like all these people are just passing away. And yeah. Betty White died sometime. That was last year, though, right? Uh, I think it was like literally December 31st. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like it was like it was close to her hundredth uh, birthday too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, eventually I know Clint was gonna do, gonna go, and uh, yeah. I'm just not ready for that. Him, or Morgan you. Freeman, not ready for either one. Yeah, or um, uh, uh, what's his name? James Earl Jones is like ninety four. Yeah, William Shatner's in his nineties. Yeah. God. I'm not going to lie. Out of all the Star Trek people, I'm most ready for William Shatner to go. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just because of the price line? <laughs> no, he just, I don't know. He just aggravates me. There's something about him. Oh, God. What about, uh, how old is, uh, Stuart? Uh, oh, he's not young. He's got to be in his 80s, right? Easily. Yeah. Uh, hey, born July in July 1940. Yeah, he's 81. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, you know who else is coming up? Um, uh, Sir Ian McKellen is in his 90s, I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit, sure, yeah. So many. Oh, no, he's only 83. Never mind. He just oh, looks yeah. 90. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks 90. Uh, hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners on a weekly basis, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Uh, oh, also a quick shout-out to uh, Sister Sherry. Today's her birthday as we're recording, so hopefully you have a uh, good birthday. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show as well as listening to our shows when they are dropped on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean Twitter, FM, Stitcher wherever you listen to your podcast just search this freaking show and uh, it will be available to you when they're released uh, and you can find out when they're, they're released just by going to our Facebook page or maybe just subscribe and hit a notification bell somewhere it's just possible mm-hmm. uh, that's all I got, guys. As always, I am Travis C. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show.
I'm out.